Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode of the Joshua Aaron podcast. Uh, you are here, without a doubt, because you are somebody who believes in engineering congruence and recognizes that in the process of engineering congruence, you are undoubtedly going to experience both pain and genius along the way, and often much more pain than people realize and much less genius than you feel you are uh, capable of having. So without further ado, guys, I want to dive in and, uh, you know, I'm just, this is the first ever episode. I'm playing with Anchor a little bit. So this is going to be a really abbreviated episode and I hope everybody appreciates that. The, um, The first thing that I wanted to talk about today was this notion of entitlement and and how pervasive and yet subtle that belief system can be. And uh, it came up this morning between, you know, in a conversation that I had and I wanted to share with everybody and I think it's going to be valuable. So my wife and I were talking about uh, some different pieces of, of our world that we're, we're definitely not satisfied with and definitely not comfortable with on from a business perspective, from a financial perspective. And, uh, you know, we started talking about some different choices that we had made in the past, and, and retroactive conversation is always hard, and, and we find you know it's easy to get lulled into the trap of, of looking backwards, not always the most productive, though. Um, and during this part of the conversation, I made a comment, uh, essentially questioning how she was perceiving or remembering a, a period of time in her life and, and, and just the experiences she had, and the the comment, while I always like to maintain that I'm a positive person and that I, um, you know, try to see the world for you know glass half full and and a lot of the the opportunity that the world has in front of us versus the the negative side of things, my my comment in this moment came out essentially as I know better than you did even though I wasn't there right I know better what ex- what you experienced what you felt what it was like even though I have no right to comment on what that was or what you experienced or felt at that time in your life. And it was a, it, it was just a really awful thing for me to say, and a really painfully hard lesson to learn. And she called me on it immediately, and I, I couldn't be more grateful that she did, because I know it takes a lot of strength to do that. But you know, the the word that she brought up, and I think she's a hundred percent on, is entitlement, and. And that was really hard to hear because as somebody who kind of rebels against the traditional notion of being a millennial, which comes with it, the stigma of entitlement and laziness and, and all these words that I'm just like, if you're also a millennial, I'm sure you're tired of hearing, right? Because you're like, that's bullshit. I work hard. I do my thing, you know? Um, but she she was like, no, look, like that's what this is. Like this underlying belief is that you can sit somewhere and comment on a world that you don't know or don't understand and and feel like that's justified, that's entitlement, which is exactly what I did right there and and caused me to go into a pretty deep self-reflective state to say, well, shit, am I doing that other places, right? I know there are places immediately I jumped to where I was like, wow, you know, like financially in, in the businesses that we have I, have, I have made failures that I have unintentionally but now very clearly have made with the subtle underlying that I believe somebody else will will take care of the problem. That was never my perspective. You know, going into it, I was very clearly in my head saying, hey, I'll figure this out. It's not working the way I want it to right now, but but somehow I'll figure this out. What that creates in the outside world, though, is a sense that, that I don't have that responsibility to figure it out. And 
And that same level of entitlement manifested itself in that comment to my wife about, you know, some of the experiences she's had in her past life and what that must have been like and what, what that was, you know, what those moments were like and those feelings and, and uh, dynamics, and, and which is totally out of place for me to say. I have no right to say that, right? It's total bullshit. She wouldn't say that to me about a, a time in my life that she hadn't been part of. And I, I, I found it to be a really eye-opening perspective because I think... There is a notion right now that you can say you're an entrepreneur and can say one thing and pacify yourself with that notion of what you are thinking about doing and thinking about being without actually acting in it. And when you fall into that trap, which I clearly have in this moment, I think it's really hard to look yourself in the eye and recognize, hey, that, that's entitlement. Like you're, you're acting as if you've done something that you haven't done or have a perspective you don't have. And... And that's really challenging to deal with. So the next question becomes really logically, what's the remedy for entitlement, right? What, is the, what do you do when you have to look, look at that kind of ugly beast in the mirror and say, well, shit, that's what I'm doing. So how do I, how do I come back from that? How do I, how do I fight through that process? Uh, and this is where I find myself currently. And, and I hope, you know, for anybody out there who's listening that, has gone through some more things. I hope you guys can find some, you know, just connection and, and understanding that you're not alone dealing with this. I, uh, you know, I don't know what to do. I think a lot of that underlying subtlety for me, I had always classified as, hey, you know, I'm just a positive person. Like I genuinely believe, and, and this is the subtle pervasiveness of this line of thought. I genuinely believe when I go into something, whether it's risky or not, that if I fail in accomplishing the result that I go after and, and walk into it with, that it's going to work itself out. And it's never the notion of, oh, well, I know somebody will take care of this for me if I don't do it. That's never the thought process. But now I'm, I'm recognizing that without the proper actions and without the, the proper perspective maintained, it's very easy to turn that belief of it'll work itself out to into subtly somebody else will take care of it for me if it doesn't work. And that's that's so dangerous. And um, that's a pattern that I've repeated without knowing it, geez, multiple times. And, and I think now I, I'm, I'm seeing that firsthand and, and wondering what the next steps are. I think a, a huge portion of, of changing that dynamic is recognizing very viscerally that not only is the result important, but the action taken along the path and how it is communicated is important. You know, my, my wife brought this up and she's so, she's so right. Like Heidi is, is on point with this stuff and tuned in at such a deeper level than I am sometimes. You know, so much of that entitlement comes from feeling like we don't have to communicate where we are in the darkness to the people around us, right? Like it's, it's this really subtle, again, like uh, underpinning, but you know, we got to this point today in our conversation where I was so, you know, frustrated because I spend all day trying to maintain a certain perspective on the world and, and, and certain level of, of what I would call high vibration energy and, and staying positive and staying focused on, on the next step, the next result, the next whatever, that by doing that, I create a facade that I am not feeling the darkness inside, right? And feeling the, the, the dark places and, and fears and, and the, the tension and apprehension and, and just the towards the pieces of our life that are scary, right? That aren't working the way we want them to. That as an entrepreneur, I think everybody goes through, but that, 
but that you just, they're scary, right? And like, you know, and that the stress of life isn't real to me. And, and in hiding those things, the entitlement and that feeling becomes even greater to the people watching you because it's like, well, why in the world would you be able to sit there and say that this is a good thing or, or, or find the good in this or, or be positive or any of that bullshit if you're not even aware of how shitty these things actually are or, or how real the impact could be? Now, that's never the perspective that I look at it from, and I, and I would almost guarantee that anybody similarly sitting is never going to look at it from that perspective, right? You're never going to say, you know, man, I, I, like, I don't know how shitty it is. I don't know how real it is. I'm just going to pretend it's not there. That's never how I look at it. I, I sit there and say, well, I don't want to go into the darkness, right? I don't want to go down into that place and have to spend time there. I want to be focused on, you know, I know it's there and I know what that dragon looks like if, it's, if it is um, not even unleashed, but if it catches up to me. And, and so I'm fighting every day to stay above it and in front of it. But what you do unknowingly in doing that is you, you wall yourself off from people because it's not vulnerable, it's not real. And, and, and then when you take on top of that, the next step of, of actually commenting from a place that you really don't have any right to comment from, you only add fuel to that fire of somebody feeling like you're entitled. Like, like Heidi has every right to feel that way. And so should other people in my life. I'm sure if I have made that mistake, and I know I have at other times, right? And, and I don't know what the balance is between entitlement and just genuinely wanting to solve the problem yourself, right? Or, or really being passionately uh, fixated on, on the, the idea that you have in your head. And, and I think it's a really hard dynamic. I don't know, you know, can you not comment if you haven't done, done it yourself? Maybe that's a piece of it. I don't know. So what's the line between entitlement and stubbornness and just vision for what you see and what you want the world to look like. I, I think that's the natural next step that I'm working through is saying, okay, you know, I'm an incredibly stubborn person. I know that. And I think to be an entrepreneur, and I, I probably use that word loosely, like just to be somebody who is trying to create something for yourself in this world and not for yourself in the sense of like, I own it, but, but to create something from nothing in this world that helps, you have to have this like powerful, passionate, unbending belief of the reality you can create like we know that we know that neuro uh, neurologically that that the the self narrative that we create for ourselves is very much the reality we're going to experience because our brain is constantly trying to fit our narrative to our reality so that there isn't a mismatch of expectations right and like i, I so you know that to maintain the reality you want you have to have this powerfully maintained and honed image of what it is you're doing, where you're going and the reality you see. But at the same time, when you are, when you are in a conversation with somebody who has experienced another side of it, you, it's so hard to, to balance empathy towards that person and genuinely saying, look, that, like, I see what you're saying. I feel what you're saying. I, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend for a moment that I can comment on it, but I genuinely feel it to balance that empathy and balance the vulnerability on your own side of saying, look, I feel this too. And it's, and it's, you know, whether it's scary or exciting or nervous or, or tense, like to be able to share that side of it too, but then above or underneath all of that, be able to still maintain 
that feeling and belief that you are still going forward towards that vision for the world that you have that inspired you to take action in the first place because if you hadn't taken if you hadn't found that vision you never would have taken action like i i don't know what the balance is there um and how to how to find a a way to say i'm going to be vulnerable empathetic and also driven and not get sidetracked by people or, or concepts that I don't agree with, right? And it's like I had a conversation I, in a meeting the other day where I was so, on a call, I was so um, quickly tuned into the fact that, that the perspective I was going to share from and that I had for the world just wasn't going to match what the other side was going to have, right? And and that in doing, you know, in trying to push that and, and, and take that next step, I was only going to exacerbate an already tense dynamic that had been created. And, and now I'm reflecting on this from the perspective of, well, is that just entitlement? I don't know. Maybe, you know, I mean, you know, what is the line of saying, I think it should be done this way. I'm going to go try to do it. And the rest of the world, don't tell me that I can't do it that way. Don't tell me that it's not possible to do it that way, even if it hasn't worked for you. Like that's entitlement to a certain extent, right? I mean, like to to disrupt and to push the boundaries on anything, you almost have to walk with a certain air of entitlement. And that sounds, as I say it out loud, honestly a little scary because then you go, well, well, where where does the line get drawn, right? And and you know, I guess then what you have to fall back on is saying, how do I make sure that in taking those steps and in walking down that path. I require the actions and responsibility to be on my shoulders squarely and no one else's. And I know for me that's been the hardest part and unintentionally the largest consequence is that the responsibility has not fallen on my shoulders all the time. And, and you have no space to be entitled if you are not the one owning the responsibility of, of it not working as well. And you know that's a painfully vulnerable and huh, naked place to be. Right, but but at the same time, you've got to be willing to own it. I guess, right? Like you have to. You've got to be willing to step into that notion and say, "Look, that's that's where the balance is." Like if you if you can own the responsibility and you do, then you can be as I guess entitled as you want to. But if you can't own the responsibility, you better shut up until you do it. Right? Like like that's kind of the feeling I have. So so where you go from that, I don't know, but I feel like this idea of entitlement is much subtler than people maybe recognize, and especially our generation is maybe aware of just how pervasive it can be when we don't call it for what it is. So I hope you guys have an awesome day. This is, like I said, first episode, Joshua Aaron podcast, and uh, there's so much more to come. Very excited to keep sharing, guys.